0: My name is Emma Connors, Managing Editor of The Interpreter, and I'm here with Matthew Del Santo, who is a Danish Research Council postdoctoral fellow at the Saxo Institute in the University of Copenhagen, where he leads a project in history and identity in modern Russia. Matthew is also a regular contributor to The Interpreter, and it's great to have him in Sydney for a quick visit, so welcome. Overnight came the news of two shocking incidents from Europe – First of all, there was the truck driving into the Berlin West Christmas market. At least nine people have died. And there was also the news about the Russian ambassador to Ankara, Turkey, who was shot dead while on a visit to an art gallery. Now, from what we understand, I think we've got a bit more detail on the second incident. Uh, The ambassador, Andrei Karlov was shot by an off-duty police officer who was shouting slogans about the Syrian civil war. Now, Moscow and Ankara are on opposite sides in Syria. Is this what the shooting was about? And what could be the possible repercussions of the incident in months to come?
1: Yes, well, you're right. Um, Russia and Turkey are on opposite sides, have been on opposite sides um, in uh, in Syria, but they have moved quite dramatically closer together over um, the past 12 months in a way that is quite extraordinary to think about when you consider that this time a year ago, had we had this conversation, we would have been talking about a Turkish plane shooting down a Russian one, um, and uh, it looked—it looked. I mean, there was some speculation for a while how far um, the deterioration in Russian-Turkish relations would go, and and was even um, war on the cards. You know, historically, of course, the two countries have had a very difficult relationship. That almost seems like another lifetime ago when we when we consider, as I said, how much closer. Um, Moscow and Ankara have moved. President Erdogan made a very highly publicised trip to Russia earlier in the year, um, and as a result of that trip, the two sides seem um, to have um, determined to try to coordinate um, their positions in Turkey, Syria, um, insofar as that's possible. And they seem determined to maintain um, that degree of cooperation, even in the li- even in the aftermath of this attack. Um, uh, both presidents were quite quick. Off the mark to condemn it. I'm not sure whether Mr. Erdogan himself is travelling, but there are, there are due to be talks in Moscow today between uh, Russia, Turkey, and Iran on um, the future of Syria. Um, and I think all parties to those talks would be very loath to let something like this derail them.
0: It's incredibly interesting when we look back on the year that's been and to see what's happened in Turkey with the aftermath. Of the coup, can you just fill us in on your perception of why Erdogan has made so consciously made an effort to move closer to Russia and Putin?
1: I think part well, there, there's there's not, not an, there's a not insignificant economic interest. Um, Turkish exports to Russia uh, run to something I think seven seven or eight hundred million dollars a year. Turkey has also been um, an important Transit route for, or a potential, an important potential transit route for Russian gas pipelines to Europe, and so there's there's a desire on the Turkish part not to lose out in an economic sense. You know, Turkey is a very important holiday destination for many Russians. Um, I believe they can travel there um, visa free. So there's a lot on the, a lot at stake economically, but it's also difficult to deny that there's a certain sympathy of you know political sympathy between uh, Russia and Turkey, both. Have played very much to um, a kind of um, conservative, uh, patriotic, um, uh, to the conservative and patriotic part of of their electorates, um, and have very self-consciously in the Russian case, and um, more um, more subtly perhaps, but nonetheless clearly in in the Turkish case, sought to differentiate themselves in a cultural and even civilizational sense from, from the West, and I, I, I see them. But Turkey very dissatisfied with uh, the degree of support it believes it receives from, uh, both from the United States and especially in its frustrations with uh, the European Union. It um, feels as though it gets a thin end of the wedge in its relationship with the West, and obviously that's something that, um, is, is something that uh, goes down well in Moscow.
0: Do you think there's any similarities in terms of the, the style of all and the personalities of Putin and Erdogan?
1: I, 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 don't know, I don't know Turkey as well as I know Russia. I think that there's certainly, there's certainly affinity in, as I said, in, in the style in terms of an appeal to the, the, the nation's historical consciousness. Putin has, has made um, an appeal to you know, the, the historical... orthodox, orthodox, holy rules, orthodox Russia, Um, the Romanov Empire, um, the Kievan rules, uh, a sense of, as he's put it, restoring the the broken historical links of of, um, Russia's um, self-consciousness as a nation, a central part of his uh, ruling ideology, especially uh, since 2012. And Mr. Erdogan has done a similar thing. Um, You know, it's been the Ottoman Empire that has come to play a leading role in the ideology the mythology if you if you like of the modern turkish state in a way that um is quite uh novel in in terms of you know the the, the post-ottoman um turkish state which which was really founded on a denial of the ottoman of the ottoman heritage and and islam with it so in, in again returning to a sense of the historical nation and the his, you know the, the nation's historical religions orthodox christianity on the one hand and sunni islam on the other yes there's certainly a parallelism in there in their ruling philosophies, in terms of personalities, I don't I don't know Mr. Erdogan's personality well enough to comment. But there's you know, there's a certain you know authoritarianism that they share.
0: I guess it will be interesting to see. I mean, Russia, as you mentioned, you know, a year ago there was the incident with Turkish shooting down the Russian plane, and certainly then there was Russia reacted very strongly and vehemently. It's never been one to let a slight go without notice. We'll wait and see what its reaction will be at the death of this ambassador. But the shooter has been shot himself and perhaps the geopolitical links between the two will overwhelm. That's right. I mean, I think the Turkish
1: relationship is too important to Russia. Um, The Russians have invested a lot of energy in retrieving and salvaging the relationship. Um, They've been remarkably open to Turkish overtures since the end of last year Um, and in repairing bridges. I, I, I think both sides would be very, very unwilling to let that hard work um, go to waste as a result of an incident um, carried out, you know, perhaps by um, you know, a madman, for all we know. I think, again, the frustrations that both powers have um, with Western policy means that, although although they, they, they formally back um, opposing sides in in Syria's civil war, uh, you know, their their interest coincides in as in as much as both feel shortchanged by. Um Western policy there. Yeah.
0: Okay, well we'll leave it there. Thanks yeah. very much, Matthew. No problem.